Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. What's up, what's up? It is Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. Week 14 of fantasy football season. Ty, do you know what that means? Week 14? Week 14 means this is the last week you have to either better your situation in your fantasy football regular season, okay, or possibly better your situation as a seed in the postseason. I find myself in that situation in quite a few leagues, right? Like, I need, I, 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 and, and out of the 12 leagues, I want to say that there's, um, I'd say seven of the 12, I'm absolutely in. I'd say five of those seven, if I win, I could get a first round bye. And then there's a number of them where I need to win in order to make sure that I get in. Okay. And I would imagine that there's a number of people out there in the same situation I'm in. 800-919-3776. So uh, we're here for you. Big week in fantasy football. Okay. Uh, as always, I like to break down the show for you. 7 to 8 a.m. All fantasy football talk. Again, getting you ready for week 14 of the fantasy football season. 8 a.m. Matthias Kiwanuka will join me on the show. We'll dive into some Giants talk as they are on the left coast getting ready to take on the Chargers as they spent the week in Arizona. And then following that, we'll get into some Jets talk as they are home hosting the Saints with unfortunately a very small portion of their starters that started the season this year. Um, We'll see how they can do. Uh, Some really great games on the slate today. I talked about it yesterday on my on my show, um, my weekend, my Saturday show. I, I'd say that this slate of games is probably one of the most exciting. I'd, I'd rank it in the top three of the week of the season for the NFL. Uh, some really, really great matchups and also some really significant matchups because now the playoff picture is starting to uh, unfold and we're starting to see more and more how this more than likely is going to all play out. So, um, and then of course at 10 a.m., Mike Tannenbaum joins us here on 98.7 ESPN. All right. So as always, when we talk fantasy football, I'd like to spend the first segment getting you up to speed news notes, um, on a number of players out there. Okay. All right. So let's start with the quarterbacks. As we know, Justin Fields is getting the start for the bears against the green Bay Packers. Uh, as we know, Daniel Jones will be out and Mike Glennon will get the start. Aaron Rodgers has been dealing with a toe issue, and I think that is something he's going to be dealing with for the remainder of the season. I mean, there's some talk and speculation that uh, that he will need surgery at some point in time. I I know he's trying to avoid that, and uh, and so we'll see what happens there. Um, Joe Burrow's dealing with a pinky finger injury. I don't like Joe Burrow today. I don't like his matchup. I mean, I, I understand if you don't have anyone better, I just don't like Joe Burrow today in fantasy, A, because of the pinky, and B, because of the matchup against the 49ers. Davis Mills is getting the start for the Texans going up against Seattle. And Cam Newton is back in action. And, of course, Taysom Hill, even though he's dealing with a finger injury, his finger injury is not a pinky finger, which is pretty significant, especially when you're talking about a quarterback who needs to throw a football. 
And as we know, he's going to get the start against the Jets. Okay. Um, in regard to wide receivers, Keenan Allen is out. Mike Williams is going to play. No COVID issues there. And then, of course, Guyton is and could be a sneaky fantasy play for you this week as, uh, of course, the Chargers go up against the, the Giants. Cleveland wide receivers, it's a mess. Um, Schwartz is out. Harris Bryant is out. So three guys that uh, should get solid volume. Listen, we know Cleveland doesn't pass the ball much, right? They run the football. That's what they do. But Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Austin Hooper, tight end Austin Hooper, all three of those fantasy football value goes up. In fact, I'm going to be playing a lot of Austin Hooper in DFS just because the value that's there is, is, is pretty significant. Uh, for the Giants, Shepard, Sterling Shepard expected to be back in action. I know it's been a while. Um, what can we expect from him? Well, Mike Lennon's the starting quarterback, and the Chargers are quite good against the pass. Horrible against the run, but quite good against the pass. Kenny Galladay is going to give it a go, even though he's dealing with a rib issue. Kadarius Toney has been ruled out. In regard to the Cincinnati Bengals, T. Higgins is dealing with an ankle issue, but he will be active. I have him on a few of my rosters, and I will be playing him. I'm hoping he can do something for me. Debo Samuel is dealing with a groin, but Adam Schefter is reporting that he will play against the Bengals. Debo Samuel for the San Francisco 49ers. For the Jets, as we know, Corey Davis is out. Elijah Moore has been ruled out as well. What does that mean? Jamison Crowder, his value goes up in fantasy. I think the Jets are going to be playing from behind. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Um, I don't know how much success they're going to have, but uh, but Jamison Crowder in fantasy, his value definitely um, rises. Cooper Cup is dealing with a toe issue, but he is expected to play. So also Julio Jones coming off of IR, and he is expected to play today as well against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think that is it in regard to wide receivers. All right, let's take a look at running backs. Elijah Mitchell, running back for the 49ers, is out. Jeff Wilson reports out of San Francisco is that Jeff Wilson is supposed to get the lion's share of the carries back there, but you also have Hasty, who's kind of that change of pace back. So Jeff Wilson, to me, even Elijah Mitchell would be like a number one running back in fantasy this week. But since he's out, Jeff Mitchell to me is no more, and Hasty is no more than a flex play. And and I probably wouldn't even play Hasty, by the way. Um, but I would play, if you're desperate, I would play Jeff Wilson um, in your flex. Kenyon Drake and Jalen Richard are both out for the Las Vegas Raiders. Today should be a monster day for Josh Jacobs. And I'm playing him a lot in DFS. I think he's going to be utilized a lot in the pass and the run as well. Interesting news as of late, uh, Darrell Henderson, who was dealing with a quad issue, ends up on the COVID list last night. So if you hung on to Sony Michelle, or if Sony Michelle is available on your waiver wire, hashtag run, don't walk, go pick him up right now. The Arizona Cardinals, their defense is good but they're giving up over five yards, 5.3 yards to be exact, per carries to offenses that run a lot of 11 personnel. And the Rams run 11 personnel almost 80% of the time. So Sony Michelle, again, another running back that I'm playing a lot in fantasy, DFS fantasy today. Um, I think he's going to have a big game, well, Monday. I think he's going to have a big game Monday 
against um, the, the Arizona Cardinals. David Montgomery, some speculation that he would not play, but he is. So, and we had Cynthia Freeland on the show yesterday, as always, coming your way around 7.30. I will play that clip for you as well. Uh, she likes David Mon- Montgomery today, even though they're going up against the Green Bay Packers and more than likely are going to be playing from behind. But, but Mon- Montgomery's been utilized in the passing game as well. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he's out. So is Jamal Williams. So, um, uh, and I, I can't, I tried to pronounce this dude's name yesterday and I had a really hard time. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again. Godwin Iguabuke. And I, I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. Uh, he's going to be the starting running back in the backfield for the Detroit Lions. And also he's utilizing the passing game. So if you play in a PPR, again, another dude who could be a sneaky good pickup in, in plug-in flex play for you today because he's probably going to get a lot of volume out of that backfield, especially in the passing game. Alex Collins is uh, going to be active, and apparently it's going to be his backfield for the Seattle Seahawks. That's what we're hearing. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of mouths to feed back there, um, but I'm hearing that Alex Collins is the running back of choice that you want to have in that backfield for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Tony Pollard is going to be a game-time decision. He's dealing with a foot issue, so keep an eye on that. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, as we know, is dealing with a knee issue. They were trying to put him on a pitch count, so you know, does Ito Smith get some love today out of that backfield if Tony Pollard is inactive? I don't know. I, I it's it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting. But obviously, if Tony Pollard is out and you have Ezekiel Elliott, that that very well could bode well for you. J.D. McKissick uh, is going is not going to play. The report is that he is not going to play against the Dallas Cowboys. So Antonio Gibson. Uh, is a great play today. Again, another running back I'm going to be utilizing in DFS. Alvin Kamara, as we know, he's back in action against the Jets today. That should bode well for him. Melvin Gordon is back in the backfield for the Denver Broncos. So if you have Javante Williams, uh, that that's that's not good news for you because, uh, man, when Javante Williams is the main back for the Denver Broncos, boy, does he produce. We saw it last week. So I think they're going to go back to a 50-50 share in that backfield with Melvin Gordon and, uh, and, J- and Javante Williams. As we know, Tevin Coleman is out. So what are the Jets going to do? We don't know. I mean, you know, I didn't even know who Austin Walter is or was um, until he had that, that game, that big game two weeks ago. So are we going to see Ty? Are we going to say uh, see, see Austin? Is it going to be a 50-50 share? Uh, you know, anyway, hopefully, hopefully you don't have to play any <laughs> Hopefully you don't have to play any. The only jet that I would play today in fantasy, to be quite frank, is is Jamison Crowder. In all honesty, okay. Uh, in regard to the tight end position, Logan Thomas placed on IR. Ricky Seals Jones has was able to practice this week, even though he's he's been dealing with a hip issue. So Ricky Seals Jones could be a sneaky good play. However, don't forget they do have John Bates as well. So when Logan Thomas and Ricky Seals-Jones were both injured, John Bates stepped up and did pretty well. So interesting. I'm, I'm optimistic about Ricky Seals-Jones, but not sure. Like, is, is his uh, percentage of uh, route running going to be decreased because, because of John Bates? I, I don't know. And, uh, and Darren Waller has been ruled out for the Las Vegas Raiders. So uh, – Keep that in mind. Because of that, I love Hunter Renfro. One of my favorite prop bets out there is Hunter Renfro over six and a half receptions. 
without Darren Waller, he's probably going to get anywhere between 10 to 12 targets today. And dude catches everything. So, and last but not least, uh, Nujoku uh, is uh, is not going to play. He's on the COVID list for the Cleveland Browns. So again, I, me- I mentioned Austin Hooper before. Again, uh, a solid tight end play for you if you are desperate. I know we do have, this is the last week of uh, inactive, in, um, not inactive. Uh, this is the last week of bye weeks. So, uh, so you might be desperate for a tight end, and I think Austin Hooper can be a good play for you today. This has been the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks. Let's go to Joey in Clifton. Joey, welcome in. Hey, good morning, Anita. Happy Football Sunday. Hey, Thank you. I have a question. I have two running backs I can play. I have a chance to lock up the number one seed. Do mm-hmm. I go with James Conner or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Um, oh, I, I would I would go with Connor just because you have Chase Edmonds who's coming off of IR, but apparently Arizona has not made a decision whether or not that he's going to be active on Monday night. There's there's some talk and speculation that they're going to give him one more week, but he has to come off of IR this week. So because that's what I'm here and, and again I mean it's 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 a Monday game. So um, you know you you've got the same situation in the backfield with both the teams, but I think you're more more likely, we know for sure that Williams and Allaire are both going to play. For the Arizona Cardinals, there's a question mark whether or not Edmonds comes back this week. So because of that, I would go, I would go Connors. Uh, let's go to Anthony in Jersey. Anthony, you're up. Hi, Anita. Uh, happy Football Sunday. Uh, I got a dilemma tight end, uh, Knox or Gronk. Oh, that's not a dilemma. Gronk. Why, Anthony, why, why, okay, I'm sorry, uh, I, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why somebody would, would have a dilemma when it comes to Gronk, I mean, listen, I, I love the Bills today, I talked about it on the Weekend Wager gambling, gambling show, um, I, I like, I like the Bills, you know, they're getting, what, they're getting three and a half, um, football, as we all know, is a game about matchups, and that Bills defense, just does not match up with uh, with what Tom Brady likes to do. And also, Tom Brady's center um, has not been able to practice this week. And one thing that we do know about Tom Brady is he, he just he does not perform well when you've got that pressure coming through the middle of, uh, of the pocket um, because he, he really doesn't have the speed to roll out and, and create on his own. So... Um, But at the same time, so I guess my point is, I really like the Bills today, but at the same time, I mean, Gronk is the guy that he's going to. It's the guy that he trusts, and and I wouldn't be shocked if, if Gronk has five receptions for 45 yards and scores a touchdown today. Let's go to Linda in Staten Island. Linda, welcome in. Hi, Anita. Two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, I have Valdez Scandling or Sterling Shepard. And at running back, I have Dontrell Hilliard or Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, yeah, so I would go Shepard. Okay. Okay. Even, um, even with Mike Lennon? Yeah, I would, uh, just because okay. Kadarius Tony is out, so Shepard's going to be playing a lot out of the slot. And I think, I think okay. Mike's going to need to get the ball out quickly, and I think he's going to be looking Shepard's way. So I, I would go Shepard. And, and I'm, I'm going to throw out also – 
you know, I, I'm going to throw out some other wide receivers that I like today that might be on your waiver wire. Just hang tight. Okay. And then, um, you know, the backfield for the Tennessee Titans is is a mess, right? Uh, and Ni- Nicholas, Nichols, Nicholas, he returns today as well. So it's not just two guys. It's not just Foreman and Hilliard. It's, it's somebody else now is added to that equation in the backfield. So I'm staying away from that. So I would go Jeff Wilson if I were you. But like I said, Godwin Iguabuque is, if he's available in, for the Detroit Lions, apparently, again, what I understand is he's going to be their, their lead back, and also he's utilized a lot in the passing game. So I think that could be a sneaky good play. And probably a better play because Jeff Wilson apparently is, is, is going to share the load um, with Hasty. Uh, in regard to wide receivers that are out there, um, if you're in need, like Josh Reynolds, I think Detroit is going to be playing from behind against Denver. So I think Josh Reynolds, the co- the connection, the chemistry that has, uh, that really it already existed, right? But um, because these two dudes played with one another before, but with the Rams, but I think Detroit's going to be playing from behind against Denver. So I really like Josh Reynolds today. Jalen Guyton, wide receiver for the Chargers. No Keenan Allen. So I think Guyton gets an uptick in targets. Laquan Treadwell has become the wide receiver of choice for uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. He could be a sneaky good play. Byron Pringle. He's the number two wide receiver now for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's his volume share right behind Tyreek Hill. Okay, and of course, I'm talking about wide receivers. I understand that Travis Kelsey is a tight end, but is more of a wide receiver. So really, if you want to say Byron Pringles is is the number three now. And uh, and, and I think Alan Lazard gets a bump up because of no Randall Cobb. So I think Lazard is the is the wide receiver, you know, Scanlon MVS. He stretches the field for the Green Bay Packers. Lazard is more of a possession receiver, and that's what Randall Cobb was able to do. So to me, Lazard gets a bump up with no Randall Cobb. Let's go to John in Princeton. John, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Um, good morning. So there's, uh, hey, good morning. So I need to pick one running back and one flex out of Chuba Hubbard, Devontae Freeman, Russell Gage, and Van Jefferson. One running back, one flex. So I like, I, like, I like Hubbard a lot. And what were your other two wide receivers? Devontae Freeman, Van Jefferson, and Russell Gage. Devontae Freeman, Van Jefferson, and Russell. I, I would go Freeman. It's, it's evident, John, that he is the lead back in that backfield, even with Latavius Murray healthy. So, um, so I definitely would go Freeman. And, you know, big reason why the Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator was fired last week was because they, they did not have a commitment to the run as much as uh, Matt Rule and the ownership wanted. So, and, you know, we've seen Hubbard step in and fill in for Christian McCaffrey, who, as we know, is now done for the season, put on IR. So I think Hubbard has a really big day today. Let's go to Akash in uh, Westchester. Hey, Anita, good morning. Happy good morning. holidays. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Um, so I had a question regarding my flex position. Mm-hmm. Should I start Darnell Mooney? He's a uh, receiver on the Bears. They're playing the Packers in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Um, should I start 
I know with Fields back, you know, it's kind of a bit dicey. Should I go with Kirk, Christian Kirk, out in uh, their home to the Rams tomorrow night with Murray back? Or should I take, or should I start uh, Johnny uh, Knox, the tight end? I'm sorry, not Knox, uh, Pitts, the tight end on Atlanta, who are playing the um, Panthers. Yeah, I, I don't like any of those. Uh, you know, I love Pitts. I, I love I love Pitts, but the Carolina Panthers are really good against opposing tight ends. Um, like I said, if so, so just to answer your question. So out of those three, I would play Mooney, but I I don't I don't necessarily like any of those uh, opportunities. Any of those guys available? Again, I will share with you if Josh Reynolds from Detroit. Jalen Guyton from the Chargers, Laquan Treadwell from the Jaguars are available. I would play one of those three guys um, over over uh, Mooney and and Kirk. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. You're trying to catch lightning in a bottle. You're trying to make chicken salad out of you know what. So. Um, that's that's what I would do. Hey, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joins me on my radio show, and that's Saturday from noon to three. And she joins me at one thirty. It's appointment radio. We talk all things NFL and we talk fantasy. And she gives me some of the guys that are flying a little bit low on maybe most people's radar. So here's Cynthia Freeland and I from yesterday, and we always start talking about the quarterbacks. I mean, you got to put Jason Hill in there, right? I mean, Taysom Hill could be your number one. <laughs> I said it on Fantasy Live earlier this week. Taysom Hill could easily be your number one quarterback for fantasy purposes this week. I, I, if, if, even with Alvin Kamara there, like, I think both of them are crazy, but they're missing so many other pieces. Like, I think they just go out there and figure out, like, it's very hard to stop Taysom Hill and if your defense is at full force and the Jets are missing pieces on defense. So I think, I think that's going to be my favorite. Under the, I don't even know if he's under the radar anymore, but he's at least low cost on DFS, which is kind of my proxy for under the radar. Love it. Uh, some other quarterbacks I like. Tell me if you do as well. Cam Newton against Atlanta, Heineke Love. against Dallas, and Jimmy Garoppolo against Cincinnati. Some other guys I'm looking at. Yeah, I, my problem with Jimmy Garoppolo is sometimes I just like – it ends up being good for you in fantasy, but like it is hard to watch sometimes. You're like, oh, this is boring. Uh, like, I, am I going to get fantasy points from this? But yes, I mean, it's good for your. Who cares? And your bottom line ends up good with Garoppolo. Uh, let's talk about some running backs. Who do you have? All right. So whoever is going to play against the well, so the Lions are missing like all of their pieces. Whoever they start is worth a DFS flyer. The Lions have almost no one playing. Like Jamal Williams just went on the uh, COVID reserve list. Uh, TJ Hawkins, of course, all these people are not playing. So that's an interesting play. If you again, it is super risky, but it is. Isn't one it that Godwin? Be, isn't good. it? Isn't it Godwin? Igwabuki. Yep, I just don't want to try to say it. Okay, I just <laughs> I, I tried. Iguabuki. I tried. I could be wrong. I don't know. No, but... I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. I should know. The Lions are my team. I don't even know that who they're. Yeah, I think it's Godwin. Igwebuke yeah, and and and, yeah, and he's probably available. People probably don't even Cynthia Freeland doesn't even know how to pronounce his name. People probably don't even nope. know it. Hashtag Run Don't Walk. Go pick him up and get him in as your flex play this week. Yes, yeah, yeah. um, and you're going to want to play David Montgomery. People are question. I think that's a big question people have gotten. Uh, you, you know, obviously the Bears play the Packers, and the game script does not necessarily mean run. But I think David Montgomery still a good play this week too. Wide receivers. 
wide receiver. So, you know, I, I, I hate to kind of go, keep going back to the same well, but, you know, you got to look at Josh Reynolds at the, for the Lions, too. Again, when no one's playing, the volume goes to the guys who they have familiarity with, and Jared Goff has familiarity with Josh Reynolds. He saw it two games ago. So I think that one could be one if you're really looking for someone that, you know, uh, we're talking under the radar. I'm not suggesting that you're going to play him over one of the big guys, right? Like, you know, anyone normal. I'm talking about really low-cost opportunities. Uh, and last but not least, tight end. Well, who else is playing for the Browns? I don't know. Austin Hooper. That's the only one I could tell you. So that could be a good pick, too. But if you want to go, this one's an interesting. This is a, a coming out of University of Miami. First time I've recommended anyone on the Texans because I hate them as, as kind of like a team and his strategy this year. But Brevin Jordan could have a nice game this week, too. Yeah, I, I've, I've been hearing a, a lot of buzz about him as well. What about Ricky Seals-Jones? No uh, Logan Thomas. He's out. Ricky Seals-Jones was able to practice yesterday. When he has been able to step in, hip obviously must not be a factor. I don't know. I think that I could like be sneaky. It. it could be a very sneaky good play. My, my only fear is, like, I, again, I get really nervous with injuries because I think this year more than any year, like, I think people are, like, playing at, like, what kind of have these, right? Like, he could put them on a pitch count. What if they get up? Like, I don't know. These are, these are ones where I'm like, these injury things are – this year injuries, especially running back injuries, like I have no idea. I thought Dalvin Cook would be a fade because who, who dislocates their shoulder and then 10 mm-hmm. days later makes NFL history. Like good for him for being able to do that, but it seems low, low probability. She's Cynthia Freeland, um, always uh, so kind to join us each and every Saturday afternoon here on 98.70 SPN. Please know how much I appreciate you, my friends. Uh, enjoy week 14. Oh, you know the feeling mutual. Anything for you, Anita. Appreciate you, ton. Again, Cynthia Freeland, every Saturday, 1.30 p.m. Uh, on, uh, on my show, the Anita Mark Show. 800-919-3776. Let's take your calls. Let's go to Eric. Eric, welcome in. Good morning, Anita. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. All right, so I'm really calling. I, I already locked up my first round buy, but I really have. I always look ahead to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That's so, I, I actually. And and let me just hold on one second for people who are listening right now. In one of my leagues, Eric, I'm in the same situation. I've already I've already got the first round buy. All right, I only have two losses on the season. I've already got the first round buy. So what I'm doing is now I'm looking ahead to week 16 and 17. And so I'm not even caring about this week. And I'm, I'm, I'm going through ad drop, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking ahead to some of the defenses that have favorable matchups. Maybe there's a sneaky wide receiver or another running back that has or tight end that has a sneaky good matchup in week 16 and 17. So it's really smart that you're doing that, Eric. Yes, thank you. I learned from the best from you, Anita. Um, okay, so I have so three real questions. I have... Um, Josh Allen against New England the week of the 16th makes me uh, week 16 makes me nervous and then I have New Orleans defense they play Miami and I'm hoping Waller is back by then thoughts um, so okay so a few things N- number one um, in, in regard to the bills going up against the Patriots a, a big reason you know, that Josh Allen struggled and that entire offense struggled was because the weather conditions were, I want to say, uh, yeah, I want to say the reps were saying that it was like the third worst game that they had ever officiated in regard to weather in the history of the NFL. So, you know, I, I as well has have Josh Allen by no stretch of the imagination. Should you think to bench him by the way, 
So, um, okay. yeah. And then what was your, you were talking about a defense? Defense. So I got New Orleans that week against, um, right, as of right now, they're my only defense. I got them. They're playing Miami, and then they have Carolina after that. Should I win that, that week? Do you like that? And do you think yeah. for tight end Waller will be good by then? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's, and thank you for the phone call, Eric. Yeah, I, I like that defense. I think that's solid. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, again, I've, I've looked ahead as well, and there's no like outstanding defense that has a really favorable matchup in week 16 and 17 that I'm crazy about that's available for me at least. Um, so, yeah, I like the Saints, and I like those matchups against those two teams. And there was, excuse me, there was a chance that Darren Waller was going to play this week. So, you know, um, Hope I mean, listen, I'm I'm hopeful he comes back for you know 15, 16, 17, um, and 18. <laughs> but of course, fantasy football ends week 17. This is a crucial week, um, a for those that need a win in order to get in to the postseason, the playoffs that start next week, or maybe you just want to better your situation. Maybe you're one win away from potentially getting that first round by. So um, hopefully, you know, the majority of the show, we've helped you out today. We've got Matthias Kiwanuka, who's going to be joining us momentarily. We kick off New York game day in about eight minutes. So uh, if, if you've got a, a question, uh, you need uh, an, something answered in regard to a player you're on the fence about, call right now, 800-919-3776. After eight o'clock, if uh, unfortunately, which by the way, when this show is, is done, uh, we post it as a podcast. And so if you miss, if you missed any portion of the show, you can go back and listen to it. It's on my Twitter at Anita Marks, also on 98.7 ESPN. And, uh, and I answer as many, thank you, Ty. And I answer as many fantasy football questions as possible throughout the course of the day leading up to kickoff at one o'clock. All right. So, uh, really quick, uh, quarterbacks beyond the obvious, right. That I like. Um, Josh Allen, Tampa Bay Bucks defense, uh, not good against the pass. I think Josh Allen rebounds. Like I said, I, I like Buffalo today a lot. Taysom Hill is one of my favorite fantasy quarterbacks against the Jets. Uh, they're missing seven opening day starters. And uh, they're, we just know like, let's just, I, the season can't end fast enough. I, I, I know. I feel you out there. Justin Herbert against the Giants. Murray against the Rams. Cam Newton, love him against Atlanta, especially having two weeks on that bye to, uh, to, to work out some kinks and get into some type of groove. Taylor Heineke against Dallas and Jimmy Garoppolo against the Cincinnati Bengals. But probably my favorite uh, quarterback today in fantasy, along with Cynthia Freeland, is Taysom Hill. In regard to running backs, again, uh, Cynthia does like David Montgomery. There's some other ones. I love Antonio Gibson, especially the fact that J.D. McKissick is not, Adam Schefter's reporting, not expected to play. Leonard Fournette should have a, a big game against Buffalo. I think they're going to be committed to running the football because it's hard to pass the ball on Buffalo. Josh Jacobs should have a monster day against Kansas City since he's going to be the only back in that backfield really utilized. Hubbard against Atlanta. I do I do like Saquon Barkley today. I know it's probably the first week I have ever I've said that this season just because um, I think he's going to be utilized. He's going to have to be utilized in the passing game as well. And I do believe the Giants are going to be playing from behind. And also, I think uh, Mike Lennon is going to be looking for quick hits, get the ball out quick. And I think he's going to be looking Barkley's way. Uh, Sony Michelle, big game against Arizona. As I said, their defense, no bueno against 11 personnel. In the Rams play 11 personnel 80% of the time. And there's no Darrell Henderson today. Devontae Freeman against Cleveland. And I'll try to pronounce it one more time. Godwin 
Iguabuke. He's going to be the lead back in the backfield for the Detroit Lions against Denver. It's not a great matchup, but just the, the sure amount of volume as well as how he is expected to be utilized in the passing game could be a sneaky good flex play for you today in week 14. Wide receivers, I'll take Chris Godwin over uh, Mike Evans, even though I do believe Mike Evans scores a touchdown today. Um, Mike Williams, I think he's going to get really a lot of volume with no Keenan Allen active for the Chargers. Um, Terry McLaurin should have a monster day against Dallas. Their secondary is not that good. Hunter Renfro against Kansas City. He's going to be targeted. He's going to be a target monster. Same with Jarvis Landry. A lot of injuries to that wide receiving core for the Cleveland Browns. So Jarvis Landry, I think, is a sneaky good play. As I said earlier on the show, Josh Reynolds, Jalen Guyton, Laquan Treadwell, Byron Pringle, Alan Lazard. Again, no more than flex play, sneaky good. Or maybe you're in a 14 or 16-man league and one of these dudes are available, I would pick them up and play them. At the tight end position, um, Austin Hooper for the Cleveland Browns. I think, uh, you know, again, no Njoku, no Harris Bryant. So he's going to be the lone tight end. Um, Cynthia Freeland said she liked Brevin Jordan. I do as well for the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are kind of four games remaining. They're kind of in that that space where, you know, um, they need to see what's on their roster so they can really game plan for next season. So they're going to be utilizing guys to kind of give them an opportunity to see what they can do at this stage in the game. And so Brevin Jordan is one of those guys. And also, as Cynthia said, you know, Ricky Seals-Jones could be a sneaky good play as long as uh, John Bates doesn't steal his thunder. So again, those are some of the guys, again, flying a little bit low on the radar that I have my eye on um, and that I'm going to be playing in some DFS as well in some of my matchup leagues as well. This has been the Fantasy Forecast Podcast with Anita Marks.